You're listening to a message from Impact Student Ministry, a middle and high school-oriented production of The Summit Church. What's up, Impact? Hey, guys. How are y'all feeling? Good, good, good. Hey, good job to the uh, air guitar uh, soloist up here. Who ended up winning that? Where are we at? Can we give a hand for him one more time? Okay. Hey, guys, my name's Chris. We're so excited you're here at Impact. Guys, I might give it up for my wonderful wife, Whitney, real quick. <laughs> guys, we're so glad you're here. Uh, if it's your first time to Impact, welcome. We hope you have a wonderful time. If you need something, guys, please ask questions. You can talk to me. You can talk to your small group leader. Talk to the host team. Hey, after the message, we're having the VIP experience. So if it's your first time here, just come right down up front, and we'll answer any questions for you, right? Hopefully you had a great time. I don't know about y'all, but I had a blast at spare time. Did anybody in here have a blast at spare time last Sunday? So our middle schoolers, guys, our high schoolers, uh, we did some bowling. Some of y'all were bowling like backwards. I don't even know how you guys were doing it. Yeah, Brant was bowling backwards. Some of y'all were bowling granny style, you know, throwing it. Uh, personally, I'm not a bowler. So me and my man Mitchell, we were bowling. I'm not that good. I was bowling with bumpers the whole time because I, didn't, I don't want to get gutter balls. That hurts my, uh, my confidence. I'm very sensitive like that, right? Uh, laser tag. Laser tag was fun. And invisible ink. Y'all had invisible ink. Some of y'all got me with invisible ink. Y'all were shooting on each other. You better watch out. That's all I'm saying, okay? But thank y'all so much for coming. Hope y'all had a blast. Be ready for the next one. We are going to do an event upcoming soon. Hopefully you will be there. So we are in week three of our vision series. Now, we weren't here last week because of snow, so it was a couple weeks ago, and maybe some of y'all forgot about some of the messages, right? Well, if you forgot something about week one or week two, or maybe you missed week one or week two, or maybe you just want to listen to it again, right? We're actually doing something new here. We're trying something for you guys. Uh, If you guys see this next slide here, we actually have an image for y'all of the podcast that is now available, okay? So if you guys have on your, on your smartphones, and all y'all have smartphones, if anybody has cricket, I'm so sorry. I'll pray for you. Hopefully you do not. Most of y'all even know who it is. I got a couple of leaders who laughed at that. That's wonderful. All right, guys, if you go on your iTunes, the Apple Store, if you go to your podcast app, you can type in Impact Student Ministry. You get this logo, guys, and you can listen to the message anytime, anywhere on your phone, okay? That'll be up by tomorrow, so please take a picture of this. Guys, if you've got some friends who you're trying to get the impact, maybe they don't really want to come because we are kind of crazy, let's be honest, right? Maybe they're a little bit nervous. Well, this is a great way to at least say, hey, well, check out what we talked about last night. Maybe it's something, a great way you could have a good conversation with them and could get it going, okay? But tonight, we're wrapping up our vision series, um, and when we talk about our vision series, guys, there's been one question that has been really, really big. We haven't asked it each week, but we've been building up towards it week after week after week. And I'm going to go ahead and just unleash it for y'all, and here it goes. You guys all look at it, read it to yourself. And then I want to see if we can shout this out loud. You guys down to shout it real quick? All right, let's go. All right, ready? One, two, three. What is God's purpose for your life? Whoa, somebody's a little late, okay? Guys, what is God's purpose for your life, not my life, not his life, not her life, not your sister's life, not your brother's life, your life. Guys, what's God's purpose for it? Now, I don't know about y'all, but when I was in 
high school, middle school growing up, this was kind of heavy on me. Because I used to think, man, down the road, future, what am I going to do? College. My final exams I just had. I might be in high school again next year. I hope not, right? The relationships, the girl that you like so much. We're going to get married. I know. Guys, we think of a lot of different things. Family dynamics, where you're going to live, what job you're going to have. Guys, it all circles around God's purpose for your life. And it's heavy. It's hard. It's a lot. But if you remember week one in this series, we talked about God's purpose for your life, and we said it was what? Amazing. It was awesome. It was unique. It was incredible. And it was just for you. If you're sitting out here and you're not a follower of Jesus and you're trying to figure out this whole church, Christ, God thing, guess what? We love you. We're glad you're here. And Jesus still has an amazing plan for you. We want to help you achieve it. Last week or two weeks ago, we talked about what? The storms that we have in life. And when it gets heavy, when it gets hard, guys, that's still not going to keep us from that amazing purpose for our life. So, guys, what's God's purpose for your life? I don't know about y'all, but I really, really wish I could have, like, some Beats headphones. Instead of Beats by Dre, it'd be, like, Beats by John or something. And I could just put them on, and all of a sudden, John would say, well, yes, Chris, your purpose is to do this on this day. All right? I would buy those immediately, but we can't. So it's hard. What do we find out God's purpose? How do I do it? What does it look like? That's what we're going to try and attack tonight. You guys down? Hold on. Y'all down? All right. All right. Hey, first thing I want to tell y'all, and be sure you guys know this. You might look at me and be like, man, he has his purpose figured out. No. You might look at your small group leader and say, they know exactly what you're doing. You might look at your parents, your grandparents. Well, just because they're old, it doesn't mean they know exactly what their purpose is. Okay? Because, guys, God's purpose for your life doesn't start when you grow up. When does it start? When you're born. Oh, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. When you're born. It's starting right now. And that's what I encourage and challenge you guys to try and grapple with tonight. It starts right now. Hey, when I was a kid, my favorite toy was a Mr. Stretch Armstrong. All right, now maybe some of y'all youngins are like, Stretch Armstrong, what is that thing? I don't know what it is. Guys, Stretch Armstrong is probably the coolest toy ever invented on the market, okay? It's unreal. Uh, if you see this guy here, he's like a 70s-looking blonde hunk with a lot of muscles, and he's wearing some, like, blue Speedo trunks. Guys, don't ever wear a Speedo, please. I do not ever want to see y'all do that. All right, and guys, the whole purpose behind Stretch Armstrong is what? Stretch him. You try and stretch him and stretch him and stretch him. Guys, he's actually known as the original Stretch Armstrong. He can stretch up to four times his size. You can stretch him and tie him in knots, and he will always go back to his original shape. Hey, leaders in the room, y'all might remember this. I liked it so much because it was kind of titled as the unbreakable toy. You couldn't stretch it. You couldn't rip it. You couldn't break it. You guys know what I'm talking about? Or you could cut it open with scissors. I mean, that's kind of barbaric, but okay. Yeah, you can't break this toy. So naturally, when I was growing up, me and my boys, guess what we tried to do? Yeah, right? We get it, and as soon as we got it, we ripped it open. We tried to break it. So I'm going to see if we can get uh, a couple big high school guys up in here, some of the strongest guys we got. Oh, I know, I know, I know. I know, it's just, it's just terrible, isn't it? It's just terrible. All right, Caleb. We got Caleb. Uh, Austin, come on. We got Caleb and Austin. Come on, get up for Caleb and Austin real quick. 
Hey, give it up for Caleb and Austin. Y'all some haters. Look at y'all. Wow. Okay. <laughs> now, this is Mr. Stretch Armstrong. I, I love it. They're, like, talking to each other, like, come on, man, we can do this. We got this, right? Right? It's just a toy. Can you guys break it? What do you guys think? You think they can break it? Oh, wow. Guys, this man's purpose as a toy was to be the unbreakable, indestructible Stretch Armstrong. Guys, look at this hair right here. Look at the eyebrows he's given. It's serious. Okay, so let's see. All right, so I'm going to let y'all go and just see if you can actually break it. Hey, make some noise for him. Oh, oh, well, oh. Oh, man. I don't know how it's going here. We're worried about Guys, give it up for him. Give him some noise. All right. Hey, let's pause for a second. Let's take a pause timeout. Let's see how he's doing. I mean, this thing right here is legitimately not breaking. I can't believe it. Can we maybe get two more guys to come up here and help him? Or two more people. Let's get you. Come on, Graham. Graham, you want to help him? And then, uh, hey, Michael. Come on, Michael. Come on down. Guys, give it up for Graham and Michael. Come on. All right. So how about you guys grab, you grab the legs, grab the arms. Just try and give old uh, Armstrong a pull. Hold on. All right. Ryan's coming. Hey, Ryan plays football at East, y'all. You better watch out. All right. Yeah, make him some noise, guys. Give him a little bit of noise. Take it easy, Jesse. Hey, hey, be sure we don't hit any of the keep. There you go. Thank you, Luke. All right. Give him some noise. Let's go. Here we go. Oh, he got it. There we go. There that's Oh, it's good. It's good. Give him a breather. Give him a breather. Give him a breather. All right. Let's give it up for, uh, let's give it up for Ryan and the guys real quick. Woo. Nice work, fellas. Good work, guys. Good work. So, I don't know about y'all, but when I see Stretch Armstrong with one arm, it actually, it, I think inside I cry a little bit. I do. Because he's supposed to be unbreakable. He's supposed to be indestructible. And Ryan, the kicker from East Forsyth, ripped his arm off. That's what I'm talking about, okay? Now, Hey, guys, that was his purpose, was to never, ever, ever get ripped. And what happened to him? Yeah, he got ripped. Now he's going to be leaking some stuff out here. Now, I want to ask you all a question. We're going to get back to stretching uh, an old peg here in a minute, okay? But let me ask you all a question. When you think about your future, when you think about your purpose, when you think about God's vision for your life, do you ever feel stretched? A little bit. Do you all ever feel like Stretch Armstrong where you're here? And then you're here, and then you got a leg up here, and you got an arm back here, and you're pulled everywhere. Do you ever feel like that? Because it's, it's overwhelming, guys. You think about what your purpose is, and y'all are supposed to be able to take it. Guys, you're supposed to be tough. High schoolers, y'all aren't supposed to show emotion or cry or get upset, right? And girls, some of y'all who are older sisters, right, you got other people to look up to you. You're supposed to be strong emotionally. Hey, and if we follow Jesus then we all know, oh, everything's going to be okay. We should be all right. We shouldn't worry if we just get stretched a little bit. But, guys, I think our problem is, I don't know about y'all, but I feel just like this all the time. And I feel like I'm losing an arm and a leg. And my neck's getting stretched, and I'm just going crazy because I think about down the road. Right? Now, this is where it will probably hit y'all the most. Maybe you said, I don't feel stretched about my purpose. Well, what do you do when your mom or your dad tell you, hey, man, I really, really hope you go to that school. 
This is where I went to school. You got to go to college there. You know what? What about your grades? Man, I had straight A's. I was a valedictorian. You got a 1.2. That's not good. No. Guys, what about your jobs? Maybe your parents say, hey, what are you going to do when you grow up? And all of a sudden, when we think about our vision and God's purpose for our life, man, mom wants me to do this. My dad wants me to do this. My older brother did this, so I feel like I have to compare myself to him. My best friends are going to this school, so I feel like I should probably go there. They all know what they're doing with their life. Well, I feel like I'm just getting stretched all over the place. Does anybody feel like that? I feel like that all the time, still. It doesn't matter how old you are, guys. If you ask your small group leader, they would probably say the same thing. Now, some of them might be like, well, I don't rip apart like Stretch Armstrong. I'm tough, you know. But, guys, it's just a part of life. And if we're not careful, we will stretch ourselves so thin that we completely miss out on what God wants us to do right here and right now. So instead of thinking down the road, hey, high schoolers, seniors, I know you're trying to figure out where you're going to school next year. I get it. Applications, you're waiting to hear back from that school. I understand. Juniors, man, you don't know what you're going to do in college. Next year is your last year of high school. People are starting to ask you a lot of questions. Sophomore and freshman, hopefully you're having fun and enjoying it a little bit. But it's starting to pick up. Middle schoolers, man, it's a lot different than elementary school. Grades matter a lot more. And you feel like you're getting a lot more expectations on your shoulder. So, guys, we're wondering what we're going to do in the future And what I want us to do right now, instead of ending up like this, which is actually starting to shoot out. This is kind of cool, right? Or this, where you're missing an arm because you're so stretched. I want you guys to look at this question and ask yourself this. What is God's purpose for my life right now? Instead of down the road, don't think next year. Hold on, hold on. Check this. Don't even think six months from now. Think right now. Don't think next weekend. Well, I'm going to see that girl. Don't do that. Think right here, right now. What's God's purpose for my life right now? Only you would know it, right? You and God. And we're going to talk about how to get there and how to understand that. But I want to jump into the story from the Gospel of Mark. Mark was not a disciple, right? But, guys, he took an account of the first time Jesus met his disciples. And we're going to go to Mark chapter 1, verse 16. Guys, everybody knew about Jesus at this time. Jesus is walking along the Sea of Galilee. You guys remember two weeks ago we talked about Peter walked out on water. It wasn't Aquafina. It was legit the sea. Yeah, okay, just making sure. And guess what, guys? That was Peter. Here he is known as Simon, okay? Check out what happens here. One day as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon, who would later be known as Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were throwing a net into the water, for they fish for a living. Some of y'all are like, boy, howdy, I want to be a fisherman. That's what I want to do when I grow up. More power to you, man. I, I hope it works out well, right? Hey, guys, they were fishermen. They probably didn't smell good. Let's just be honest. Right? I don't know if they ate sushi back then. It probably wasn't healthy for them. But at the same time, I don't really think they had fried shrimp, okay? But they were fishermen. That's what they did for what? Living. Think about your job right now, whatever it is that you do. And check out what Jesus says to them, okay? Again, they knew about Jesus. They were closely associated with Jesus, which meant they probably heard about him, knew he was the son of God. Yeah, he performs miracles. 
I think I might. I'm not sure yet, though, because I don't really 100% know for sure if he is. I don't know what to do. But Jesus was that guy. And check out what happens. Jesus calls out to him, hey, come follow me. And I'm going to show you how to fish for people. Not trout. All right, not lobster, not salmon or tuna. Fishing for people. Some of y'all right now are working at Dario or Chipotle or Chick-fil-A, whatever it is. And you might be like, if Jesus rolled in the back of the kitchen and was like, hey, I'm going to show you how to make Chick-fil-A trays for people. You'd be like, bro, I do this already. Hey, I'm going to show you how to make the filthiest Chipotle bowl ever with that queso that's not that good, but I got good queso for you. You're going to love it. You'd probably be like, Jesus, I already do this. I, I don't know what you're talking about. But what did Peter decide to do? Yeah, follow him. Check out what happens. And they left their nets at once and followed him. Like as soon as Jesus said, hey, come follow me, boom, he's gone. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Where are we going? What are we doing? I love it because they just went. And Jesus keeps going down the shore, and he gets a couple more disciples. Check this out. A little farther up the shore, Jesus saw Zebedee's sons, James. I like that name, Zebedee. Everybody say Zebedee. Zebedee, that'd be a cool name for a dog. James and John, they're in a boat. They're repairing their nets. Listen, back then when they were fishing, they didn't all of a sudden just bobber fish. Some of y'all bobber fish or got like some bass fishing that you do and you're reeling it. No, they had nets, okay? He calls them at once, and they also followed him. And I like this. They actually left their father, Zebedee, in the boat with the hired men. When I grew up, I worked for my dad at a restaurant. And I could only imagine what my dad would do to me if somebody walked in and said, hey, come follow me. Dad, deuces. He would probably chase me down by my ear and throw me back in the kitchen in about three or four seconds. Chop me in the throat or something crazy. It just wouldn't work out well. Guys, this is, this is unbelievable. If you think about this, they left their dad in the boat. Some of y'all might be like, I'd leave my dad. I'd do it. I'd love to. See who does. Guys, and he left them with hired men. In other words, it was like a family business here. And they said, uh, I've heard of you, Jesus. I know a little bit about you. I want to know more. I'm going. Dad, I'll see you later. I like to think about what happened at dinner when he came home. James and John are talking about this Jesus guy. And Zebedee's probably over there holding the food. And they're like, hey, can you pass the peas? No, you don't get no more peas. Can I get some more sweet tea? Sweet what? No, you ain't, no son, you're not getting anything. What about some of that fancy sauce that you dip the chicken fingers in? I, and I could just see Zebedee being like, nope, no, 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 no fancy sauce for you. He wouldn't give any to them. Guys, they just follow Jesus. And what I want us to think about, for each and every one of us in here, if Jesus came up in your work, if Jesus came up in your classroom, if Jesus came up in the parties you're at, if Jesus came up in the room when you're hanging out with your girlfriend, and just y'all with the lights off, doing stuff you probably shouldn't do. And if Jesus just said this, if Jesus said, hey, come follow me, what would you do? Seriously, what would we do? Hey, come follow me, and I'm going to show you how to fish for people. I guarantee some of us. I bet we would grab a fishing pole and put a dollar on it. Be like, I'm about to catch me some people. I can't wait. 
Guys, because the fact of the matter is, the reason why Jesus said, I'm going to show you how to fish for people, Jesus said, I'm going to show you how to find vision. I'm going to show you how to find purpose. I'm going to show you how to find a reason for your life. Fishing's great. Your jobs are great. School is great. All these things you have to do. But if you follow me, I'm going to show you all that plus more. I'll give you vision. My challenge for y'all this week and for the rest of 2018 as we wrap up this series, I challenge us to follow Jesus right where we are. I challenge us this way right here. Wherever you are, whatever school you go to, make your place your purpose. Make your place your purpose. Where you work, Taco Bell, McDonald's, McDonald's, Waffle House, Chick-fil-A. Hey, wherever it is you work, make your place your purpose. Hey, where you go to school, Ledford, Ledford Middle, Ledford High School, East, Southeast, Oak Grove, Reagan, NCLA, Glenn, South, yep, sure. Hey, wherever you go to school, I want to challenge you guys. Hey, stay with me. I want you to make that school your purpose. Hey, the friends that you hang out with, I want you to make them your purpose. The family that you live with, make them your purpose. Hey, when we say make them your purpose, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to love them, right? Share the love of Jesus that you've experienced with them. Wherever you go, we try and live it out. That's why our whole idea here at Impact is to live that out. You know what I love about this is that the disciples, when they went, did they ask any questions? Jesus, why am I going to follow you? Jesus, where are we going? I don't know where we're going. Jesus, how do I follow you? Jesus, what do I do if? But Jesus, what am I going to do when? Jesus, how am I going to respond if this happens? Jesus, what about my family? What about my friends? They left everything to follow him. But he's not telling you to leave everything. He's not telling you to leave your schools. He's not telling you to leave your family, your friends. You can still have them. You need to still have them. You still need to encourage those people at your school. Even if you get picked on and bullied for following Jesus, you still need to make them your purpose. So, I don't know about y'all, but uh, I'd probably be sitting there right now and saying, okay, how do I do this? What does that really even look like? These disciples just went, they saw Jesus. It was easy for them. Yeah, that's true. But guys, we have the Holy Spirit was with us at all times to help us. If you've asked Jesus into your heart, guys, this is what we are called to do wherever we go. You know what would be crazy is the disciples didn't make their place their purpose. If the disciples only hung out and talked to their only friends and the regular people they know, we wouldn't be here. That's how the church spread, and that's how it's still going to spread. Guys, we got to make our place our purpose. Hey, three ways for us to do it. You guys ready? Number one, love others around you. I see some of y'all looking around like Valentine's Day. I'm going to be smooching everybody. No, not that kind of love. Oh, pull back. Some of y'all guys are way too thirsty. Y'all need to chill, man. All right? Seriously, y'all got to breathe a little bit. Hey, when we talk about loving other people, hey, you know the coolest thing I've seen when we love other people? is I see some of our own high school students here, right, if it's at Worship Academy on a Saturday morning or if it's his spare time on last Sunday or even tonight, I see some of our own high school students. I'm not going to call you out by name because you guys know who you are. And they are welcoming new students, welcoming new people. 
saying hello to people who are standing by themselves. They're loving other people. Guys, at your schools, love other people, man. You know right now somebody in your class who probably isn't that popular, who probably isn't that cool, who probably don't have any friends. You have no idea how much it would mean to them if you said, hey, how are you today? It's nice to see you. Guys, it'd be huge. People sitting by themselves at lunch. Man, hey, in the cafeteria, the people who feed y'all, those sloppy Joes, made them extra sloppy for you. Hey, how about we say thank you, have a great day. Guys, if we love others around us, when you get home tonight and your mom is on you about homework, don't react with hatred and anger and frustration. No, she cares about your grades, and she wants to see you successful. Guys, we love the people around us. Our little brother, when he changes the channel every single time, the remote's on the floor and I'm watching this. Guys, we got to love him. Now, you can thump him a little bit if you want to, but you still have to love him, okay? Guys, the first way that you make your place your purpose in 2018, love others around you. Hey, I'm going to ask you all to open your eyes and look around you real quick because there's a lot of people up in here. And there's a lot of people that you can encourage, you can talk to, and you can love. Second way, guys, take it one day at a time. When we think about the future, when we think about God's purpose, when we think about God's plan, when we think about this vision, it's hard. You want to necessarily prepare, prepare, plan, plan, get ready, get ready. Take it one day at a time. And you might be in something really, really hard right now, really, really cruddy and not fun and difficult and challenging. Seniors, I get it. It's a lot right now. Juniors, it's a lot. Sixth graders, it's a lot. It's hard adjusting middle school. But, guys, we got to take it one day at a time and make your place your purpose on this day. Hey, I'm going to shout out. I didn't even tell her I was going to do this, but I want to talk real quick about my wife, Whitney, with this, okay? I, uh, so Whitney right now is doing an unbelievable, amazing rock star job of taking one day at a time raising our daughter. She didn't know what she's doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Right, But when I come home after working, guys, she has been nonstop all day long. Iris is crying. She knows why. I'm like, do you guys have like some secret language? And they actually kind of do, which is nice. When Iris is hungry, she gets it. When Iris is crying in the middle of the night, she wakes up. Seriously, when I sleep through like a hurricane. Guys, she has taken being a mom one day at a time and has absolutely knocked it out of the park. And somehow when I come home from work, she's Wonder Woman and she makes me a delicious dinner. I don't get it, right? But she has done that right now, one day at a time. And it's been a big adjustment for her. It's been a challenge for her. But guys, that is her place right now, and it's her purpose. And right now, wherever you are, you can make a purpose and a place right there. If you're in sixth grade, if you're the youngest in your family, if you're the oldest in your family, if you play on the volleyball team or the soccer team or the basketball team, or if you're in a play or if you're in chorus, right, or it's your job, whatever it is that you're doing, if you're in a club at school that you're trying to start and it's all about anime, good, man, kill it, crush it, right? Right on. There it is. Whatever it is for you, hey, make that your purpose and take it one day at a time. Even when it's hard and it's not fun, it's a challenge, guys, Love others around you in that and take it one day at a time. If we do that, God will take care of the long term. We just got to take care of the right now. Last but not least, this is really what I want you guys to start doing tomorrow morning. I want you guys to ask God this question. Hey, God, what's my purpose for my life today? I want you guys to pray it in the morning. 
before school, when you're driving, when you're in the shower, when you're brushing your teeth. Hopefully y'all still brush your teeth, okay? Guys, ask God literally, hey, God, what is my purpose for this day? Again, we don't have the beats by John, so he's not just going to respond. He's not going to text you. But, guys, if we start asking God this, and if we pray, God, please help me fulfill, help me to do, help me to be who you want me to be today, guys, it'll be unbelievable. And I know some of y'all might be like, well, that's going to sound crazy because I've never really heard God. And that's right. A lot of us don't actually hear God, but you feel God. You know how you really get feelings for God? And you know what you're supposed to do and you're led by God? Two ways. The Bible and prayer. If you really want to know what God's purpose is for your life each day, and you want to pray that to God each day, do it. Do it out loud. As soon as you wake up in the morning, God, please help me fulfill the purpose you have for me on this day. Whatever it is. Help me to do the best I can on this day you've given me, God. Don't think long term yet. Think right here, right now. God, what is my purpose? And I bet for a lot of us, that might sound crazy. And I bet there's a lot of us already here, actually, who are doing it. I want to encourage you. Keep doing it. When you feel like you're not getting anything back from God, keep doing it. When you feel like you're not hearing anything, get more in the Word. Talk to your small group leader. Talk to people in your group. Pray about it together. Guys, pray about God's purpose for your life tonight. Pray about what it looks like for tomorrow. We can't miss that, guys. Because he's got something amazing for every single person in this room. Hey, I... I love going back to old Stretch Armstrong. This thing is really bulging out here. It's looking kind of crazy, right? But if you guys remember his purpose, what was Stretch Armstrong's purpose? To be what? Unbreakable, right? Indestructible, actually, I, I saw it. Ryan, good job with this. Um, and I love it because I look all over the box, and it doesn't say anything about, like, warning he could break or lose an arm when four high school uh, little, excuse me, grown men come up here and rip it apart. Hey, but what I love about this, guys, is this. I think a lot of us, just like his purpose is not to break, as Christians, our purpose is to rely on God and to tell others about Jesus, right? That's what we're supposed to do. And I feel like a lot of us, we feel like I can't break. It's hard. What I'm going through is so tough, but, man, I can't break. I can't because if I break and I'm a Christian, then it's just too much, and people make fun of me, and people can look at me different, right? And then Jesus wouldn't, nah, he wouldn't, he wouldn't love me, he wouldn't accept me. I think a lot of us guys are afraid to fail and break and lose an arm. But I look at this, guys, what's really fun. They actually have an original Stretch Armstrong user guide. And it says four things. It's not on the box. It says, number one, Stretch will break if you pull him too far. Number two, excessive stretching could result in damage to the toy. And number three, do not pull stretch too far. Stretch can break up to four feet. <laughs> but stretching him too far will break your toy. Do not overstretch. He's supposed to be unbreakable. Christians, we think we're supposed to be unbreakable and indestructible. and We can handle everything. Hold on, man. Don't worry about that. What I love on the back is, it says, do not puncture or bite. Keep away from pets. Do not wrap or tie stretch around any person's head. <laughs> I thought that's great. And these are the last two guys. This is great. Stretch Armstrong is not 
indestructible. <laughs> That's a broken heart. And then right here, it guys, it says if stretch tears, don't panic in all caps. You can fix them with a plaster and he'll be okay. Plaster is a dated term for a bandage. And I marked this out and I said, you know what? If we tear, if you tear, if you're too stretched, if she's too stretched, if we're too stretched, if we feel like we can't do it anymore, guess what? Don't panic because we can be fixed with a bandage from Jesus. And I know it might sound corny. It might sound cheesy. But I think for a lot of us, guys, we're stretching and we feel like we can't do it anymore. And we're all over because we're so worried and anxious and nervous about what's next and what God's going to do and how he's going to provide. Guys, be like the disciples. Man, Peter said, hey, I'm not asking any questions. I'm going. James and John, I'm leaving my dad. I'm going. Guys, y'all don't have to leave your family, your friends, your school, the people you hang out with, your jobs. You don't have to. All you have to do is follow them. And you can do that by making your place your purpose. When you feel stretched, when you feel worried, focus on right now and know Jesus is here to tape you up. Jesus is here to carry you. Jesus is here to make you realize and achieve your purpose. Guys, he's got you. Let's pray to him right now and thank him. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all the students that are here tonight, all the sixth graders, seventh graders, eighth graders, freshmen, sophomores, junior, seniors. God, we are grateful for them to be in this place. Thank you we can come and we can worship you. God, I pray for our students right now or who's, who are so stretched out about the future, who feel like they're pulled this way and that way, and they're so nervous and they're so worried and they're so afraid and they don't know what to do. God, I pray that they right now can make the place that you have them in, their very place, their school, their family, their friends, I pray that they can make that their purpose. And they can spread your son Jesus, his love everywhere right now around them. I pray, God, that they can trust you when times get hard, because they will get hard. But God, I pray that we can just take a step back and focus on right now. God, you are our bandage. Your son Jesus is gonna lead us and save us. And we're thankful for that. God, be with those students tonight who aren't really sure about what's next and what to do. Help them just to feel your presence and your peace. God, we love you and we're grateful for all that you do. And it's your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you would like to get more information on Impact Student Ministry or The Summit Church, visit us online at thesummitchurch.net.